Welcome back to Overtly Critical. I'm Joey. I'm Ryan. I have no idea who I am. And I'm, I'm Corwin. He cut off my intro. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm the fourth guy. And I'm welcome the... to the holiday special. I've spearheaded this little thing, and today we're covering Serendipity. Released in 2001, directed by Peter Chelsum and writer Mark Keane. So uh, we shouldn't we did, we shouldn't really talk about it because we're we're gonna say it's a, it's a Hallmark movie because I love torturing these people. Is this actually a Hallmark movie? No, I don't think it is. Because that's what we thought it, it was. Felt like it one. is. It, it, yeah, I might I might have I might have well, well I might have done things, but um, <laughs> I've had an idea that I've always wanted to do, and it is an expansion of Funny Notes Verses that I've done once. Is everyone else got to write funny notes, and I got to sit back, relax, and watch a movie. Finally, a break. So, these people will read them off to me, and here's the thing. If I laugh three times at all these jokes collectively, I have to talk about this movie. Seriously. Like them. Like these people. Do I want that? No. I guess, Ryan? I guess we'll start off with you and we'll go this way. Okay, well, I don't know if you guys did this too, but the title of this movie is Wedding Crashers. So true. Yeah, I mean, accurate. Um, for my, I'm really mad at my title. Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, serendipity, more like Sarah's gotta pee. Lamau, got him. That's, a, that, I don't know why I'm smiling, it's awful. Oh, it gets better, though. Oh, it's going to get better. Because I didn't know her name was fucking Sarah when I wrote that. So my title is, A Women Choose Truth Over Facts. <laughs> yeah, I have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. All right. They just do. All right. Do. Judging by the uh, first screen of this film, brought to you by the Harvey Weinstein family. <laughs> Miramax Studios. Set time scale 500%. Time scale? I don't get the joke. You fucking fake gamer. Time scale? What video game reference are you referencing? Okay, see, I was thinking Bethesda. Well, you see, that's the problem. You you took me as a Bethesda nerd. That was Nintendo. It's Nintendo. You you're wrong. Also, mobile games. So, uh, crying baby suck. Donate to them to the poor. Uh, two for the price of none. What? Yes. <laughs> Louis Armstrong plays. Oh, I wonder if this is a feel-good movie. I don't like you. I don't think so either. Now, see, what I said was, wow, a city skyline with Louis Armstrong playing. How original. Uh, the straw spoons. Spoon up the Slurpee. What? Um, Squidward villager-looking-ass architecture. <laughs> I hate eh. that one. If the glove doesn't fit, I must shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Is this just some maniacally rhyming things? I don't know. Forget Christmas time. The fuck is the polar bear doing on that ice rink? He and the nun are going to kill everyone and make them pray to God. The nun? <laughs> I don't remember polar bear. What? The alternate title for the credits of this movie, 50 people who participated in this for a paycheck. Of course they did, and they probably got a little bit of 5K. 
Ooh, ooh, look at our clever font. Look how it's not like fucking Arial Sans Serif. Look at this. Aren't we so clever? Off-brand Papyrus. Ooh, original. Ooh, off-brand Papyrus. God is telling me not to fuck you. I know because a gust of wind is a cited and verified source. <laughs> I have my APA bibliography to prove it. I think that can, does that count? Does that count? <laughs> It's, I I, it's I think close. I think it's it should close. if Joey vocal on uh what's it's, the word I'm very I'm if very it's an involuntary mouth. vocal should we, should we amend this and say this is a try not laugh challenge too that's his decision you try not to laugh at our jokes um okay oh is it me oh no you you have I want you to pretend to be me during the first half of this season with my notes. This is so boring. Owned. Why are we being recorded? That's a Every asshole's excuse. I'm a New Yorker. Fuck you. Yes. British women meets America. Mm -hmm. I think that's what that says. She sure did. It has been proven that to be funny, you must be gay and shit on video people. What? Dan, I'm not gay. Oh, well, then you're not funny. Bullshit pseudo-Christian movie about fate inadvertently advocates for adultery. <laughs> oh my god, it's the 1990s and we're making like a quirky joke about how like our friend is trans. Isn't this like original and definitely not offensive because it's the 90s? Uh, I'm sorry, 2001. It's like the late 90s. Oh my god, it's so quirky. <laughs> the house is really, really pretty. Candlelit. All the flowers you could ask for. It's a Corwin Christmas. Why? Because it's so light, you know? Because I said I like candles? No, because there was a bunch of shit on the floor. God damn! Oh, no. It was very messy house. I don't even have a funny note here. I just interjected. This is the type of movie that makes you realize that useless art can exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Average white woman ordering coffee at Starbucks. Relatable. Care to elaborate? And like the scene with like at the, the restaurant and they get like the massive fucking like sugary coffee. It's just. That laps my mind. Not only are his golf skills godly, but the drip is real. What a sexy hunk. Ooh, he's sexy, all right. Fucking filmmakers, get a job. Let's do better. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, ooh, Steve lighting, Steve lighting, look, he's the Christmas lights, and they're, they're out of focus. Ooh, ooh, romance, romance, romance. It's really good when you just, yeah, just, just everything's out of focus, fucking, and you know what's in focus? Fucking Man Steve, and girl going. This is not the first, the last time Steve Rashawn shows up in these notes. Hi, Steve, if you're watching this. We love lighting with you, but we're gonna, I'm going to rag on you a little bit in these notes. I feel so lonely without her. It may not be a sock, but... <laughs> what the? I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you. Oh no! I don't want your friends kissing each other's wives. <laughs> Who is the wink? It's it's like hey look it's like the similar thing where a guys like hey look at my dog can I pick your dog oh yeah you want to kiss my wife oh sure mm. everybody have a kiss. Everybody I mean, pet the dog. dog. I kiss my Everybody wife. Everybody pet the dog. Hey, babe, can you wear this collar for me? <laughs> <laughs>
Got him. Does that count? That's one. It, does. That's it counts! One. Shittiest fucking boyfriend. I don't remember. Don't give a care about wife. Your ties are so expensive. I, I just want to. Sir! You cannot cross this line. Motherfucker, your eyebrows are fucking pubes, dog. I ain't gonna listen to you. That's busting for real, for real. So, uh, the VFX industry had a boom in late 2001. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, shit. Oh, hell yeah, they did. No! Where are they? No! Where are the towers? No! Slot! Yes. I don't remember the context either. Very strong, very strong. Big slutty girl. Swoon woman wants to visit all of New York. She isn't fat enough to occupy that much space. Whoa. That's Ow. just kind of mean. <laughs> it is, it is funny. That's mean. Wow, the Unabomber getting really creative playing the never-ending box joke. <laughs> box within a box within a box. Oh, it's a fucking bomb. <laughs> the Dan Experience. Oh, you, you, you bitch. <laughs> the children become millionaires by being based. Based? Based? Prediction at this point in the movie. John Cusack hooks up with Sarah's husband. Oh, wait, it's America. That would be interesting. We can't do that. Gay? Man on man? Doesn't work. No. Before we come back around to me, the stars are almost in place. I swear to uh -oh. God. This motherfucker has been saying since, like, we started work at 2 that, like, his, he had a note in there that was so funny. He was like, the stars are lying. It's the perfect time for this joke. If this joke falls flat, I'm going to... Oh, I hope I'm it going does. To, I, I don't know why. Bear mode, activate! <laughs> I don't remember a bear in the movie. That's the funny thing. Wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care about her boyfriend. I just want tits. Dude, straight tits. Boing, boing, boing. Boing, boing. Grows up to be a golf journalist. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you got Alex to laugh! Yes! <laughs> You've never seen Cool Hand Luke? What? How are you a film major? Yeah, let me pull back the curtain and see your big wizard. Now that's exciting. <laughs> How tall is he? <laughs> guys, guys, the good Pepsi logo. That's pretty, that's so true. I'm not at this movie. No one's gonna get that. <laughs> Ryan got it. It's the, I got it. The well, no shit. No, well, it's general no. I can understand uh, okay, it. The mystery okay. of the magic appearing soft boxes. That is this movie. Why is there a fucking soft box next to their table at dinner? It doesn't. There's nothing there. But it looks good. It just does. It looks good. No, but that's motivated lighting. Out of all the places that these guys are directed to to try and find her, it's right back to the same place. But no, no, no. We're not gonna focus on serendipity. We're just gonna go and see the bridal next to it and immediately assume the worst because we're generic white guys with a bad plot. Be <laughs> <laughs> out of breath at the end. Duplicitous. Top tier script writing. That's a big word. So you know my title, Sarah's Gotta Pee. I wrote that, having no idea her Sarah. Fuck you, your name is Sarah. You know what was the most exciting moment of this movie for Ryan? The Dutch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you were like, oh my god, that was so good. That was a hot Dutch. Literally, that was a nice literally, 45. you didn't even watch the film. You were just like, Dutch!
Uh, cooking dinner sets off DLC fire alarm. <laughs> no, no, it's popcorn. Uh, it's popcorn. It. <laughs> no, but they were fucking everything sets off the stupid DLC fire alarm. It does. Guys, it, it's it's a sundial in our montage. Do, do you get it? A sundial. T time is passing. It, it's a montage. Time is pa fucking retards. <laughs> Ouch. The right guy in life costs five dollars. Guess I'm gonna need some money. I'm gonna need some money. I'm gonna steal it from people. Men are cheap. Men are cheap. They're not material girls. Eight point two five percent tax. Ben Shapiro's nightmare. Let's say just, hypothetically. Just move. Just move out of California. Just move. I know you're probably watching this, so I love you, buddy. Parents crush filmmakers' dreams. Poor Oh, no. No. No, no. Don't drag my tux on the ground. It's going to get dirty. No, I want to see sex. So, um, Heath Ledger Joker turned his name to Lars and learned to rock the oboe. Is that actually Heath Ledger? Playing? No, but okay. it kind of looks like It does like look it. like him. You know, for as much as you're, uh, you're, you're talking about your, uh, the, the, the groom there, Mr. Best Man, uh, you really ought to just come out of the closet, you fucking <laughs> Oh, he better. Oh, uh, yes, the 10 second long snow. Oh, of course, it only lasts 10 seconds. Oh, must be in Chinatown, Corwin. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Boston. the Boston experience. Nope. <clears throat> no, no, not Boston. As long as you feel it inside, that's all that matters. Fate, fate, fate. It's the fucking theme in the movie. Do you get it? It's fate. We're yo, talking about fate. Yo, we're bind it? together by it? fate. Do you fucking get it, Joy? Do you get it? It's fucking fate. Dude, fucking no, no, fate. no, no, no. We, we're bind together by fate. The budget only allowed for Christmas to be within a 10 feet radius of the protagonist. No Christmas for all the sad children, so long as he's not around. <laughs> no sad children. Ozzy Osbourne after he gets a gender swap and eats nothing but Hussin dining food for a month. <laughs> that was the fat hippie. <laughs> Do you know what character I'm talking about? No, but the image is really funny in my head. <laughs> Who the puck is this? A, a stout. He can't read his own things. Who the fuck is this asshole? Oh! I, I, I think that was when the, um, uh, what's his fucking face, the Heath Ledger guy showed up. He spelled Mark. fuck with a P. Lines. Oh, it's just like a Hallmark movie to have the characters come right back to the same spot they were together in the beginning. Only this time they're with wine, so it's special. That means they get drunk no. and horny and go boing. No, we that's pour, just Hallmark. We pour wine in a public store and what the, the gloves we bought. <laughs> it's just like the intro. Yo, it's like the How intro. What a great way to end this fucking terrible film. Anyway, I'm out. How dare they? They're writing a screenplay. Star Wars, Cool Hand Luke, Godfather, get it? Movies. <laughs> Movies. Movies. Yes. The stars are coming back. Oh my god. The stars no. are realigning. I feel it. Oh no. Oh, it's not fate. You didn't scribble. I didn't scribble. I don't know. I'm gonna tell my kids this Game of Thrones. <laughs> nice. The we, fucking Viking scene. Nescom experience. 
Oh, like how every video per person, this is, this is what they make? <laughs> no. No? Just the Nescom experience? I love you, but if I'm up to fate. No. No? No. Mm, you okay? No, you're not gonna get it. I'm in Nescom. I no, should get it. Capitalism owned, big tech owned. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, rant in this movie. I don't know. Oh God! Right, they do go on like a weird fucking anti-capitalist rant. But not even that. He's like, you know, you nerds who do nothing but just coding your computers and contribute nothing to society. Oh my God! Intelligence. This movie was made by fucking guys who peaked in college. Shitty fucking barber. Because only a barber that bad can make John Cusack's hair look that shit. It was fucking... Sad news. Gets demoted to golf mascot. <laughs> I don't remember which character it was that showed up again, but I completely forgotten they were in this movie, and then I got really mad. Oi, this cunt. <laughs> Oi, this fucking cunt. Probably... <laughs> Always can't. Probably her like friend, or maybe it's Lars. White person rule number one: talk to minorities and foreigners like they're idiots, like dogs. Use hands. That's a good one. This pathetic fuck nut. <laughs> I don't remember this, who that's this about. This boy, this cunt, and this pathetic I, I, I think, fuck nut I, I, go together. Yeah, I don't know who that was about. Hey, look, it's that actor, John Dudesack. <laughs> John Ballsack. John Dickie. Not Balls. John Cusack. John Dude Sack. He's just the male. He's a guy. He's male. He's the man. He's like a. He's like one of those. He's like when you. Uh, he's like a free 3D asset of a person. British racism. MP4. Huh. True. I have this like feeling. This movie in one line. This feeling. <laughs> I think it's fate. Petty white women care about diamonds. Every kiss begins with K. She wants husband's feet to be warm, not cold. Of course, warm feet's the best feet to suck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! The master can't rip on the students like this. Yes, I can. <laughs> Penis. This will be funny later. Okay. This whole movie's a '90s music video. Yeah. It's just what, an observation. It's traditional white collar, or we're talking like MTV? Like some kind of like R&B kind of bullshit, like two lovers, and it's like they just made a plot out of it for some reason. It could have been a five minute music video. Uh, candles and incense for horse fucking. And then I wrote a note from the penis note saying, uh, told you fucker. Yes. Theft, that's another commandment broken. The Ten Commandments. By this goddamn fake Christian movie. This movie would be fixed by polyamory. Monogamous fucks. Okay, little rant here. As I'm watching this, I basically realized all these people's problems in the movie would be fixed if they were fucking polyamorous. It's like, oh, I want to get with this person who I like met ages ago, but I still love you too. Because you can love more than one person. It's, you know. Uh, New York traffic jam has Joey missing rural American driving. Gets so stressed out when it's like freaking like <laughs> bumper to bumper, like beep hey fuck you walking. Sarah doesn't want Mussolini because she was talking about like a bald fascist. <laughs> ah, yes. Again, like this movie was written by people who peaked in college, being like, like random political things that don't mean anything. Dumb blue collar worker passively giving exposition and sounding smart. Good slave. Oh Jesus. 
Alex. Um, hey, Alex, good, good slave. <laughs> Little taxi gnome, drive, drive, drive. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> we got him, we got him. You fucks. Read the rest anyway. <laughs> you little taxi gnome. That's something you would only you would think of. Minor character obsessed with Greek things. Perfect for Huss and Frat. And that's it. Greek mythology is cringe. Get over high school, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Guys, I read like the Odyssey once, and now it's my entire personality. I got. We, I'm gonna set a 10-minute timer, was, and we'll was... talk for 10 minutes, and I'm done. Dumbass. All right, 10 minutes start now. All right. So uh, serendipity. I uh, I think serendipity has some genuinely interesting writing in some cases because it's a parallel story. And it's kind of the idea of, you know, these people come together, they separate, and then they come back together. So it makes for a lot of scenes where there's actually interesting coincidences. And a, you can tell a movie script is somewhat competent or good if you can make the audience frustrated for the main character. This film actually kind of does that. The only problem is I really don't care about John Dudesack. So I, it's, it doesn't actually work. Th this movie... It is written by people who think they're much smarter than they are. Maybe people who are frustrated that they're having to write this movie. Like, it, it, it's somehow oddly pretentious. Like, it's enjoyable, especially like, I actually really liked the first act. I thought it was very enjoyable and cute. And then the rest of the movie is just, it's, it's fine. And that's way more upsetting than if it was really bad. It's just unoriginal, bland, High-budget Hallmark. Like you I said, it's the Spielberg of Hallmark. There are so many odd... I'll let you go in a minute, Joey, with your point. But there's so many odd choices in this movie. Like, what, what does fucking Lars have to do with anything? And why is he there? Like, I feel like it's like somebody was given this as a writing assignment. For like, like all right, you're a competent mm. writer. Here's this uh, treatment. Write the script. And they're like, all right, fuck it. Let's just make a guy that plays oboe to Vikings. Like, we don't have anything else to do. I think, yeah, their point was to, like, oh, we're going to have other love interests because fate is not meant to be. So we're going to have different love interests to say, oh, no, they're in love with these people, but they still love each other. It's, it's, it's a bit dumb. Like, they probably wanted to go, like, something bizarre off the walls just so it's like, yeah, this is a realistic thing, but it's not really realistic, is it? Yeah, it also doesn't, it's, it just doesn't help, like, the supporting characters are not really fun in any way either they're like, yeah they're interesting i feel like they're like that bland safe funny they're not like something like absolutely outrageous or something like i'm gonna laugh at that hard but it's like just some like simple comedy well, that's the, like the problem is eh. well it's hallmark it's basic characters it's in this film are, are one note because you got like uh john john's best friend john's named john in this movie <laughs> so john's best friend is literally a one-note character who just randomly says things that sound like he's read stuff. I, I get the point of him is he's like, you know, he his arc is kind of that he like, his ideal perfect marriage that like, seems like to John is failing, so right. he's trying to help John accomplish love, and then through that he realizes how he can get love. But it's just like, this is kind of the worst kind of movie because it, it just doesn't, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel. Do like I need it. to explain more? I, th yeah. I think that should be your lesson. I love it how this is the holiday special. Do I have to have a and lesson for this? No. 
Good. You don't really have to. I, I love it how this is the holiday special, and the only first 18 minutes was just Christmas and nothing else. Yeah. I hate you. The, you you brought, do. You really do. Christmas back for another 10 seconds towards the end. The, oh, yeah. The funny thing about this movie <laughs> is, like, a script that I wrote has similarities to this in terms of, like, universe bending rules and stuff, but, like, this film doesn't ever take the time to actually explain why the characters really believe in, like, why Sarah actually believes in fate, how she knows so much about it. Like, she's like, oh, here's the plan. If I do this on this dollar bill, it's like, I know how this is all going to work out. It's like, the, the movie doesn't ever explain how they know this or how we should expect it to happen. It like, I feel like that's unrealistic, like, with dollars. Like, with a book, I can understand, but, like, with a dollar, like, you... That's going to get thrown out of rotation because some or people like, are going to be like, oh, reimbursement, money, huh? The biggest problem with this movie is, okay, if this woman is letting fate decide if John Cusack is right for her, not if John Cusack is right for her. She could have just gone out with him instead of saying, okay, well, I'm going to write this in this book, and if this book gets to you, then that means we're for each other. What does it have to do with anything? No, 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 you hack fraud. That is not the problem with this movie. This movie is a movie about love and fate, and if that's what it's about, then you have to take it on its own terms. On its own terms, it still fucking sucks because it just is not interesting. There is nothing unique about this movie. The plot is not particularly unique. The characters are unoriginal. The way it's shot is uninteresting. It looks like they're basically doing things that they know movies do and they put it together in something. And yeah, because you did it all competently, it's okay. But there's nothing memorable. This yeah. movie screams that they're trying to make this memorable, like with the weird artist scene or fucking the oboe scene with the guy or like trying to write quippy lines. But none of it comes off as good. This, this is it the kind of... It doesn't have a soul. This is the kind of movie that like... I don't know the best way. It, it's almost like a TV movie in that it was made so that it could air and people could watch it once and then never think about it again in their life. Well, why is That's, it on the top 46 best Christmas movies? I don't what? know why. <laughs> what? Taken from a website that I will not disclose. But like top how many? 46. The only. You, how high is it? 46. Okay, that's I, okay. Fair enough. I I can't debate that because it's competent. There is a yes. There's actually like a kind of an interesting thing they do at least where like John Cusack doesn't believe in fate at first and she kind of does and then that kind of flip flops because she starts having doubts about it and then he's the one that first starts kind of believing it years later. So that's at least kind of fun and then they kind of converge together. I I don't I don't know this this movie doesn't really do anything for. Uh, society or anybody and not that that like fucking uh, should determine if a movie's worthwhile or not but like i watched this and then it's it's kind of like it's kind of like uh eating ice cream it's in and it's out it, yeah. yeah but it's, it's like, like eating a shitty ice cream because it doesn't even taste good yeah it's like eating like fucking aldi's store brand ice cream like it's like mostly just air the light from the tv screen hit my eyes for an hour and 30 minutes and then it didn't anymore that's just this movie. It just there was nothing that stood out about it. Yeah, but the thing is, we did pay three bucks for this. You no, know it is funny. Watch. Oh God, did we? I did. He oh, did. Gross. <laughs> he just I, he did. Don't remind me. As I watched this, I did have this deep thought about like this movie's plot would be fixed if these people were just polyamorous. So there's you know there's deconstructions you could do of this movie, but like it is totally not anything that the filmmakers were trying to do. No, and it's 
Yeah, it's just like, I, I don't know, like, like fate has been used so many times before and it's like, fate is probably like the ultimate cop-out you could possibly make in a plot. It, it is like the ultimate plot device, essentially. Bland, and it's, it's been done, it's been done better. Basically, yeah. like you can take like something like original like, or something basic like that, like fate put together, but you need to have something like unique and original, like maybe like, unique and compelling characters. Listen, you know what? Or stuff like that. Because if you don't have like a unique plot or unique characters, if you don't have one of those, it's not going to really go well. I don't like rating movies, but if I had to rate this movie, four out of ten. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not in the middle of the road where you no, say it's No, it's not bland. middle of the road. It isn't. It's slightly below middle of the road mm -hmm. because it it's trying too hard to be middle of the road. And listen, as a writer, something that kind of frustrated me a little bit is like, this movie tries so hard to make sure it checks every box, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. it's, Rising action. It's, no, not even that. Not even plot structure. It's almost like they introduce elements not because it's interesting to the story, but because oh, I mean, we're just supposed to introduce a character at this point in the plot so that at the end they can come back and be satisfying. It's like they put elements in place to make the script a good technical screenplay without ever thinking, oh, we're supposed to be writing characters. Dude, oh, shit. The it's last there. fucking it's the Lego minute box. of the movie where fucking Malay comes back for no goddamn reason, maybe that's want to punch it. the TV. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. It's and like, he was the most enjoyable character when he showed up, and then he disappears and never comes yes. back again. They're like, oh, look, it's me. Isn't that happy? Hey, this guy. It's like, what? <laughs> Fuck off. This guy I, was trying to take advantage of you the whole time. I feel like he Ryan's was. description of this film is like, if you open the Lego box and build the whole structure just following the instructions, you could build anything you want with those Legos, even be like super creative about it, like billions of other people have. You just... You follow the steps piece by piece. You make sure to hit every single point. And even if you're done, you think it's good. It's a movie, but is it really that special? This is again. It's a. It's like a. It's like a. Almost like a made-for-TV film. It's. It's in. It's out. It doesn't really do anything for anybody. They might have like an interesting moment here or there, but like, oh my god! And don't even get me started on the ice skating scene. Jesus <laughs> H. Lord of Christ! Oh think of something god. else for I people to fucking do. I feel like this. This movie also like shits on its characters and like how they portray like love compared to fate is kind of like they both agree in the beginning that we're gonna follow fate and see if we're like truly meant to be well he doesn't think and that that's true but people kind of like the difference or like how they put destiny with fate is like they say like you can control your own destiny but fate is just something that happens yet the whole movie they were just trying to get back to each other and follow each other it's self-fulfilling prophecy it's a labyrinth and it's like if you really believed in fate, you would not have given two flying fucks what happens to the other person. And yet they're just trying. And of course, this was in an age when cell phones were just starting to be. Imagine if this movie had cell phones. They could just call each other and been done. Well, tech. Oh, there's the timer. That's the timer, everyone. That's the timer. That's the timer. This movie does not deserve more than 10 minutes of criticism. That's, that's all that's you so get. That's so true. Or more that's than all three. You get. All you get. Minutes. All right. I will tell you. All right. Yeah, do your own. One lesson. One lesson. Just, just to end it off, one lesson for everyone. I'll get, I'll actually give you a legitimate lesson. Um, cookie cutter screenplays only get you so far. Do something fucking interesting with your plot or your structure, please. That's it. Then. Movies too basic. I just, I've never really liked call marks. I kind of feel like forty percent of them are Christmas. It, it, this themed. is not actually Hallmark. I know, but it's uh, okay. very. It's, it's, like a cards, it's like a mock. Yeah, no, there you go. It's like a mock harmony. It's like if you begin a movie and end it the same way, it's so cliche that I just want to barf. I this, say this was worse than some other films I've seen this season, and that's saying something considering I've seen some bad films. 
Motherfucker. Ouch. Corwin. Um. I really, I thought the first like 20 minutes or so of this movie was actually a pretty solid little short film idea. Sometimes you don't need to elaborate an idea. And I somehow, I kind of wonder if this movie was like, started off as like a short film idea and they made it too long. That's why I say it's like a music video. It doesn't yeah. need to be that, it doesn't need to be a fucking 90 minute Let's movie. Let's hope you guys don't do that. That's yep. the best I can do for a lesson here, <laughs> folks. Well, <laughs> all right, Joey. I, yeah, my lesson. We, yeah. So generally this movie is just kind of like meh. It's, it's not like too good, but it's not like too bad. It's, it's trying to play it safe. My lesson is to try not to like play it safe. Like I always want to like go out and do something like amazing, but like try to make you laugh as much as possible. I try to like, innovate, innovate, change. Try to call back in a smart way. Just never be bland. That's I would say four out of ten is kind of good because trying to be in the middle of the road is just never going to get you far. Probably the most eloquent thing said today. Yeah. Want to go home? We got Christmas presents. We got it, it's Christmas we morning. Do.